conversations of inspiration. Hello again, this is Jordan Hussey, Executive Director of Jay's Place Recovery Center in Gainesville, Georgia. Welcome back to our podcast, The Journey. So I'm here today with Reese Daniel, and um, I want to stop and take the opportunity to thank you for joining us today. Um, and our podcast is on sponsorship. So for those who don't know what a sponsor is and maybe the benefits of that, um, would you mind sharing a little? Yeah, first of all, thank you for having me. Sponsorship was one of the most important things to my recovery. And um, I've been in long-term recovery for a good long time. And, um, and I've had a sponsor pretty much the whole time. Um, and part of the reason I got a sponsor was because I was told to get a sponsor. And when I got in recovery, I wanted recovery more than anything else. And so I did what people told me to do. And one of the things that I learned is early on was a sponsor was somebody that helped me work through whatever program of recovery I was in. A sponsor is kind of like a mentor, is somebody to help me work through those steps. They're not a, a banker to give me money. They're not my best friend. Uh, they're not my counselor. You know, they really are there to share their experience, strength, and hope with me and help me, you know, when I have some crisis and things like that. Yeah, and I know from my own recovery, you know, my sponsor is someone that I get a lot of times as a sounding board. I get to, you know, bring stuff to them and go, is this my my crazy thinking? Is this, you know, just just me? Am I just feeling this and it's not true? Um, and so I, I find that really beneficial because a lot, I mean, if it's just me by myself, there's no one to tell me I'm wrong. You know, there's no one to tell me that, that I should know better or think differently or, or change the way that I do things or behave in certain areas. And, and, um, I've greatly benefited from a sponsor for the majority of my recovery as well. And, um, so would you say that there's a level of accountability with having a sponsor? You know, I think it's kind of like having a gym partner. Um, you know, when you use the word accountability, it is somebody to pass things by and to get a different perspective on things. Because I would be using the same thinking that I brought to my recovery from my addiction. And that's why I need to have somebody that has some clear thinking about what it is they've been doing. Now, some of the things that I've learned over the years is that because I've had some sponsors that would feed into my stuff and it was kind of like adding fuel to the fire and um, you know it it really hindered me and over a period of time and listening to other people because so many people think if I've got one sponsor and that's the only person I can use and that's not true you know it, it now there's one person I depend on to be my sponsor but there are other people in recovery that might have different experiences that could be helpful for the experience that I'm going through at the time. So it's important to know that because I thought I'm just supposed to talk to my sponsor. Um, and f at first it was probably more important to do that. As I grew in recovery, more and more people started coming around and I started could, uh, I could start understanding what they were talking about. Yeah, and I, I know I do that for myself as well. There are people that I turn to that would, I would consider the expert or have the the most knowledge and experience in, in this area, you know, that whether it be professional, whether it be personal, 
you know, I've had sponsors that had never had children. And, and so, of course, I could go to them with issues about my child. However, what I truly value is someone who has walked that path of parenthood and, and said, you know, you can set a boundary here. You, you can't, you know, allow this or, or, you know, you can do that. And, and that's really helped me a lot in, in not just my personal life, but in my professional life. You are one of my professional mentors and, and a person that I bounce a lot off of. And, um, and there are so many others. I, th I think something important, too, is that the sponsee or the person being sponsored um, needs to not put their sponsor on a, a pedestal. I think that's very important because we all... Um, our foundations <laughs> can be uh, question, questionable at times. And so I think it's really important, you know, to do that. And I do like what you brought up about, you know, that somebody who has children, doesn't have children, might be trying to tell me how to raise children. And, and not that they couldn't have some good perspectives, because they could from their own experience. And I had a sponsor one time, and he was, he was a great, he's probably one of the best sponsors I've had. And But one of the things we agreed on early on was he was not going to give me advice about women. And uh, he helped me with the steps and helped me with other types of relationships, um, but he struggled with some uh, relationship issues himself, and uh, I had to go elsewhere <laughs> for those things. But he was incredible. I mean, he was uh, there when I needed him. But going into that, knowing in advance, all right, this is something that I need to seek out elsewhere was probably a great help to you yeah. and and kept you from having those unrealistic expectations at least in that area i mean right. you know we all i can't think at some point set ourselves up to be disappointed with our expectations you know i had a, a person that was my sponsor and he was my sponsor for about a year and it, it was like a gift from god this person and um i mean it opened up so many doors in my thinking and my behavior and uh, my, my actions and all those things. And after a year, we were best friends. I mean, best friends. And we decided at that time that he was not going to be my sponsor anymore, that we would sponsor each other. And while sometimes people, well, you, you're not supposed to do that, but that's not true. And uh, it's something that I do today with another person is we sponsor each other because of the time that we have. And uh, But we saw that our friendship was making him, because of me, was making putting him up higher than me because he had the word sponsor attached to his name. And I, I was his sponsee. And that's where we chose to define it as we're friends and we sponsor each other. And, uh, and, and that's one of the places that I learned that go outside. Find some other people. You know, it's okay. Um, I do encourage people early on, you know, that you shouldn't have three sponsors. Um, yes, you should have one sponsor that you go to that you trust and all those things. And if you get to the place that it's time that you move on and you need to get another sponsor, talk to other people, but be honest. One of the uh, first principles in recovery is honesty. And so I want to tell if I need to change sponsors, I want to tell my sponsor, and hopefully the person that is my sponsor is going to ask me a couple questions like, can you tell me some things that, why you're changing, why, you know, why it's important for you right now? Because it's okay. If you hurt that sponsor's feelings, that just gives him something to go to his sponsor with, you know, you hope.
you know, that honesty is such a foreign thing, or at least for myself, it was such a foreign thing in the beginning. I, I thought that I was an honest person and come to find out I lied to everyone, including myself. <laughs> and um, so, you know, and, and that goes along with, you know, having to confront things that are uncomfortable and being that honest that you're willing to say, you know, this isn't working or it is working or, you know, what do I need to change being and being willing to change, which is another principle in recovery. So, you know, what's it like being on the other side where you're the sponsor and, and with sponsees that you lead through the steps and what does that look like? How, you know, do you meet often? Do you um, have expectations? I think the, the premise of you got to give it away to keep it, you know, and that, that, that statement or premise has been around way before uh, any 12-step programs came around, right way before recovery came around. Before 12 steps even started, you know, um, the, one of the founders kept saying, everybody I talk to goes back to drinking. And his wife reminded him, but you haven't. Yeah, and it definitely feeds the soul. So what what are the criteria of someone, say, that you know, calls you up and says, Reese, I, I would like for you to be my sponsor. What does that look like? Well, you know, one of the things that we tell people is to go to a couple meetings and look at the look around the room and find people who are walking the way they talk. And then if that's something that uh, attracts you, ask them. We usually ask that men sponsor men and women sponsor women. And there's a very good reason for that because men can be easily distracted. And um, I'm not saying women can't, but I'm not a woman, so I can't speak to that. Um, But we usually ask them to do that and then to choose a sponsor. Now, sometimes in certain places that you live, it's, there's just not enough sponsors. And sometimes somebody might say no to you. Don't take it personal. You know, it's not about you. Uh, just move on to the next person. And in most cases, that person will say, I can't, I don't have time to do that, but let me help you find somebody else. And usually they're going to know somebody good that might be able to to be your sponsor and help you work through um, whatever your recovery program is asking. And so when, I mean, I'm assuming that you currently have sponsees. What, do you meet with them weekly? Do you you know, monthly, um, what for you personally is that, or is it different for each one depending on what they're going through? It's very different for um, each one because there's some that are very stable in their recovery and they don't need a sponsor right now. They, and I'm not saying they don't need somebody to talk to, but pretty much everybody I sponsor, we might talk um Let's say somebody's got 30 years and everything's going great in their life and everything. We might talk once or twice a month. Um, people who are newer might be going through some things or maybe not new and going through some things. We might talk every week and some, it might be every day. When I first start sponsoring people, I ask them to call me every day. Um, and, you know, in this day and age, you know, we got cell phones and we got, I mean, you're just, we're connected at the hip. And um, so I tell people, if I don't answer the phone, if you need to talk to me, leave a message that says that or text me. You need to communicate with me what your needs are. Um, and so I do ask them to call me. And I usually try, when somebody's new, to meet with them once or twice a week. 
um, you know, depending on their schedule and everything, you know, because I can't tell you that um, some people work day shift and get off at five and, you know, if you, and that's why even myself, I have to pay attention because I have balance in my life today. And if I ended up sponsoring too many people that needed help in the evening time, then I start taking away from my family and my time. And, uh, and those things are very important to me uh, today. And, you know, there'll be some hard line people out there, well, your recovery needs to be first. Absolutely. But it's the thing that gave me all this. It's the thing that gave me the balance that allows me to do the things that I can do today as a result of being in recovery. Kind of made me think about making your, your sponsees resentments list. You know, when you're asking them to do something and they're, or calling them out for a behavior, you know, and I laughed the first time that um, I made a sponsor and I was like, well, that just means I'm, I'm doing it right. And um, my first sponsor made my resentments list too. And she was, she was really good at calling me out. And um, we, we confide in our sponsors, our sponsees confide in us. And that is, you know, very sacred. So, um, you know, what happens when there is a breach of trust between a sponsor and a sponsee? Well, I think that's up to the individual themselves. If, if they're a new person in recovery, I think it's a little bit harder because you're just feeding into their lack of trust. Um, I know those things happen sometimes, um, but, you know, especially later on and you've created, you've been in recovery for a while and you've got boundaries, it, th that might be the time that I might need to choose another sponsor. Uh, but I would always encourage somebody, depending on the, vi uh, the violation of the trust, to go back to the person and talk to them about because it might not be exactly the way it appears to have happened. There might be something else to it and it might give them the opportunity as well because again, kind of like what we said, not putting them on pedestals, they can make mistakes too. They're human. We're all human, you know, so, but it, it hurts when you come into this program and you already have such a lack of trust and somebody violates that trust, it, it's scary. You know, the other part that's scary about that is is this something I'm going to do? I, I don't want to do this. And you don't have to. You know, you really don't have to follow a sponsor's behavior. Uh, and there are sponsors out there that have gone back out to using uh, with substance use disorder, you know, that have gone back out there. You don't have to follow them. And they can be great teachers for you if you'll pay attention to what's going on. You know, one of the first things my sponsor told me when I got in recovery was every person that comes through the door if you know them and they've relapsed, ask them what happened. And the reason he wanted me to do that was he wanted me to see what they weren't doing and what I needed to do because this is a program of action, you know, and the action is, for me, it's different things, but for me it's prayer, it's meditation, it's going to meetings, talking to people, talking to my sponsor, and, and sponsoring, um, you know, so I think those things are real important for me. One of the greatest lessons that I learned um, pretty early on in recovery was, you know, I was told find a sponsor that has some what you want and, and ask that person to be your sponsor. And then, you know, through a little time in recovery, I then heard, you know, you can also find that those people have some things you don't necessarily want. And so, you know, I think that that it was it seemed so trivial at the at the moment like what do you mean and and what i figured out was there were some behaviors that i didn't want to mirror and um 
you know, that was a gift in recovery that I got. And, and it was a friend of mine, not necessarily my sponsor, but someone that I looked up to, someone that I still, you know, look up to and, and hold in high regard. So what are some of the gifts that you think you've gotten from, you know, sponsorship and sponsoring others and obviously being sponsored? You know, it's amazing. When I first got in recovery, I, I was so insecure and I was looking for people that would raise my level of importance. And, um, and I found them. I mean, I found uh, a sponsor who was an a, a international speaker and he became my sponsor. You know, now what I got from him were a little bit different than what I got from, because he finally even told me, I think you need to move on to another sponsor. Because <laughs> <laughs> I had some other things to deal with, which in itself is a gift, you know, but that he saw that I needed something different that he couldn't give me. And he was the one that helped me move on to another person. You know, and, and some of the sponsors that I've had, um, and I've had some good sponsors, but one in particular, um, he was a very maternal person and I needed maternal. Um, I had come out of a lot of things that were not maternal <laughs> and, um, and it was something that I needed in my life. And it was almost like God directed me to this person. And it was probably three or four years before I asked this guy to be my sponsor. Um, I had met him where I used to live, which was about 300 miles from where he lived. And he wow. just happened to be down there on his motorcycle. And, um, but he and I, the gifts that he gave me was that maternal understanding, the nurturing that I got from this person. It was some of the most, it, it, was, it was divine. I mean, I, I don't even know how to say it any better. That, you know, when they say, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear, <laughs> he appeared. And, um, and it, it turned out to be great. Now, he and I aren't, aren't that, we don't have that relationship today, but we're still good friends. We can, I can pick up the phone and call him and not talk to him for a year, and we haven't missed a beat, you know. And, and that's one of the greatest gifts. And then the, the gift that I get from um, sponsoring people is, and again, I think this is kindly, divinely inspired, is God keeps giving me people that were like me and <laughs> over and over again and uh, who do the same acting out I did and have some of the same thinking I do. And um, so he allows me um, that opportunity so he can continue to show me, if you do this, this is where you're going to be. And, uh, you know, and I think that's real important. You know, you hit on a moment ago that, that sometimes relationships obviously have to come to an end when it comes to sponsor, sponsee. And, um, you know, what, what is the right way to do that? You know, for, for people, especially in early recovery, you know, we don't know. We, I, I took offense at everything. I still do at times. And, and so, um, and then I struggle with conflict as well. So, you know, what is the right way? To, to handle that um, kind of terminating the sponsor-sponsee relationship. You know, in one of the books, it talks about our liquor was but a symptom. And the thing that we have to realize, and it even talks to us about, there comes times that somebody's not ready to do whatever it is they need to do. And it's important that maybe we move on from that person so we can help another person. And, uh, and I, I, I believe in that. Um, and with our liquor being but a symptom, it just tells me that my drinking and drugs were just a symptom of what I'm really working on. 
And so I brought all that behavior into my recovery, all my behavior into my recovery with me. And those are the things that I'm working on. If I'm a person who chooses not to work on them and I'm maybe doing some unethical things or dishonest things or something like that, that's when I, I draw the line. And it doesn't mean that I just say, oh, you're fired. Mm-hmm. Um, usually I, I, it's two or three or four times that we've talked about it or things like that. And that, but usually I will talk to somebody and just say, it looks like we're headed in different directions. And it might be better to find somebody that is more suited to what you're dealing with right now. And evidently, it's not me. You know, I had a, a sponsee one time that uh, he could not leave the women alone, new, new women in the program. And I talked to him about it, and I talked to him about it. And, and finally, we sp- split ways, you know, decided that I was, was not the best person for him. And within six months, he came back to me and said, I can't do this and I'm willing to do what's necessary to get better. And, um, and he did. You know, one of, the, one of the greatest gifts that I got from my first sponsor um, was learning to love myself a little bit. You know, I'm not where I wanna be, but um, you know, she, she used to say all the time, Jordan, put the stick down. You know, that stick that you're beating yourself up with, just put it down. And, and I probably heard that every day for a year. And, and you know, I, I would laugh and say, like, well, she just talks in riddles, and I, I can't make out what she's saying. I, it doesn't make any sense. And then one day it was like, oh, I am. I'm, I am beating the crap out of myself for everything. And, and um, you know, learning to cut myself a break and, and knowing, you know, that that it comes slowly, that the luggage gets unpacked slowly. I wanted everything unpacked and put away immediately. And, and you know, learning that it's, it is a process. You know, she, she taught me that. My sponsor has helped me work the steps and then and work around some fear and, and anxiety and stress over things. And, and then, you know, others have showed me how to, how to find the balance of that and to not let that completely overtake everything else in my life. I do think one of the most important things that I had to come to grips with was that for every person in a program, there's a different type of sponsorship. Everybody does it a little bit differently. They do it how they learned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, some of the things that I struggled early on with, uh, um, with my insecurities was I would hear somebody talk about doing something this way and internalize it and say, like, oh, I'm doing it wrong. You know, and it might not be, if I'm really using the word divinely inspired, how do I know what that person needs? And I'm doing because they were directed to me. And, um, you know, and I, I have to believe that. It doesn't mean that I'm the right person for everybody. And it doesn't mean that somebody won't come along that does things differently. Um, but the one thing that I know about sponsorship and about being a sponsee is that I have to keep growing. I have to keep practicing. If my sponsor is somebody who has quit practicing, it's time for me to move on. I practice a program. The program has worked for me. And even if people choose to fall back, relapse, whatever you want to call it, it doesn't mean the program doesn't work. You know, because I hear people a lot of times saying, well, how successful is that program? 
and the pr programs, and I'm talking about any type of program, the program is as good as you work it. And uh, if you're honest and you get in there and work it, uh, and I'm not saying that some things don't leave a little bit to the imagination, but the majority of them, if somebody really wants to get in recovery, they get in recovery. Well, Reese, I want to thank you again so much for joining me here today and, and discussing sponsorship and, and being open and honest about your own journey. Thank you. I appreciate you having me. Join us next time on The Journey.